0: Why have you just got blood written down? Okay,
1: okay. Okay, now get to it. I am not going to explain why I have written blood on a piece of paper. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Lysanthropod. I'm Snipe and I'm joined by Wibb, say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Droma, say hello. Hello. And how are you just today? Good. Good, good, I'm glad. We've got, we've got a lot of stuff to discuss and by a lot of stuff I mean probably not very much. Because the last few weeks have been pretty crazy for us.
2: Well in fairness, one of the reasons why they've been crazy is because we finally did our, our big final gig and album launch for the band.
1: Yeah, we've, we are not technically in a band anymore. And that no. feels, I feel quite abandoned. No. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, fuck you. That was beautiful. I'm all about them puns today. Have you been planning that since the gig? No. I wish I could say I had, but that literally just came to me. A <laughs> just... flash of inspiration <laughs> to Lightning. ruin everyone's lives. Lightning struck my brain, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, so we had our
2: final gig. And launched an album at the same time, which I'm sure somewhere, somewhere, a marketer is very angry with us for doing those two things at the same time. Yeah, I was speaking
0: to someone, I can't remember who it was, and they were talking about like plans, follow-up plans to the album and how we're going to promote it. I was like, well, I mean, we're not really going to bother because we're not a band anymore. And there was like, the look on their face, it sort of, I can't remember who it was, but their faces went, oh shit. <laughs> like They didn't say it out loud, but you could tell that's what they were thinking.
1: It well, was kind of like, oh shit, these people are fucking idiots. <laughs> is, yeah we're tired and old I mean,
0: not sure about you guys but as far as I'm concerned we made the album for us well yeah and the fact that a brilliant amount of people supported it on the Kickstarter and were all lovely and some people are going to be listening to it is a fantastic bonus Oh, but exactly. it is a bonus
2: beyond the original objective of I'd quite like to record the album.
1: Yeah, yeah, same. Honestly. <laughs> well,
2: uh, actually, speaking of which, a song from the album will be on the end of this podcast. So, uh, if you're on the fence as to whether whether you'd like to purchase the album from the many fine retailers that sell it, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, etc. Mm-hmm. Or at least when <laughs> iTunes decides to get off their yes. fucking arse and actually everywhere put it on except the- iTunes, and then eventually iTunes.
1: Yeah, but just just yeah.
2: But yeah, one one of the songs which I, I believe we're doing Gribbles. Yeah, on the say. end. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be on the end. So uh, if you want to hear a song from the new album, that will be on the end of this podcast. Yeah, um, and yeah, the the album uh, launch
1: and slash final gig was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I got quite drunk. <laughs> you guys were you... both
2: quite drunk. Weren't
1: I you? wasn't. No, no. See, I, I have an iron liver. Wib here is one of those lucky bastards who basically smells alcohol and goes well. I'm away with the fairies, aren't I? Yeah. I had like
2: four pints, which for me is a lot these days. Everyone
1: kept yeah. buying him booze and it was hilarious. Because like, he actually, like, on stage, he stormed across stage and snatched the microphone from Dicko. <laughs> which was the most beautiful was, thing I've ever witnessed.
0: Think of a, like an adorable something and this was more adorable. It yeah. was amazing. Well, was if adorable. anyone's caught a
2: drunk stream before, then they know that I'm
0: yeah. very soppy <laughs> while well drunk. You're so, an absolutely yeah, adorable it was that, drunk. But- on stage but it, it, was was also,
1: it was also it was also thoroughly annoying dicko so it was like the perfect <laughs> fucking moment it was the best also with because uh, we had two other bands playing with us because we were headlining of course because it'd be fucking weird not to headline your own farewell gigs. album launch <laughs> that would be that would be some serious like uh, inferiority complex well the weird thing
2: there. is there was one promoter that suggested that to us which was well, a bit weird, weird. Yeah, yeah that's not even yeah, that's, yeah. No, we're not
1: going <laughs> to speak about that Uh, So we had Last Edition, who are like a really good, decent human version of us, who are talented. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then there's Mr. Wolf, who are... (sighs) Who are Paul's sister. (laughs) (laughs) The lead singer is called Paul, and we all quite like his sister. Let's just leave it at that. Despite, I don't think we really are actually having met her. No, 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 she came to one of our uh, gigs once, and I think that was one of the times where we were like, Paul sister, fucking (laughs) Paul sister! She was just in the audience, clutching her drink, going, I don't feel safe. (laughs) Just to provide context
2: (laughs) for all of this. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay, we were uh, were at a gig uh, with Mr. Wolf. And they have a song where Paul, the lead singer, will start out by saying, this is the song about a girl I lived with for three years and refused to have sex with me. To which, at this point, during the lull, I screamed, it's Paul's sister. And since then, we have not failed to mention Paul's sister at any point ever while gigging yep. to the point where he started saying it before any of us can which is really it fucking <laughs> really ruined weird. the fun he was like oh this is a story yeah yeah my my fucking sister I get it and then he'd just carry on and we'd be like oh and then we'd still scream it anyway and we got like people who didn't even understand the in joke at, at the final gig screaming paul's sister yeah it was delicious
2: because we also stole their song <laughs> yes we did yes because they, we we had actually, our final our final set of covers we did for the final gig were really weird when you think about it. Because we played, um, we played the cover that we usually play, which we do a cover of Propane Nightmares, which is on one of the old EPs. But every other cover we learned to play was actually a cover of a cover. Because we played...
0: Technically, Propane Nightmares was, because when we decided to do that first, oh, it shit. was because we saw
1: another band another band
0: do it. And we thought, this could be amazing, but... Your version
2: of it bless you is terrible. We could definitely do better.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. literally so the reason
0: we Technically, it is a
2: cover of a cover. Yeah, okay, yeah. So every cover was a cover of a cover because we did that and we did um Everybody needs we, somebody we to need love. We every, need everyone needs somebody to love. Um which we did the Blues Brothers version, which is actually a cover of the original, which I think is by Solomon Burke. Yeah, I, I think I think that's, that's I, the name of the guy that the original. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows that. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) He has
1: approximate knowledge of many things.
2: And then we did a cover of Ninety Nine Red Balloons, which was a cover of Goldfinger's (laughs) version because we used to play that ages ago, and we thought we'd revive it. Mm -hmm. And the other one that we did was Call Me Owl, (laughs) which is actually a cover Mr. Wolf do, and we constantly chant at them, ruining their (laughs) gigs. So we thought it was only fair. (laughs) So it, was, it was only fair that we learned to play it, so that the, we got we got it ruined for us. I as well. also,
1: I think, I had the best bass solo of my career. It was beautiful. It was honestly because in, in, in Mr. Wolf's version of "Call Me Al," Adam, Mr. Wolf's bassist, who is a terrifying individual, <laughs> genuinely frightening in every every manner you can you can imagine, has a bass solo. And he fucks it up every goddamn time. he's
0: usually quite drunk. Yeah,
1: yeah and he's, he's doing the, the drunken haze stare. If you've ever encountered someone who is so drunk, they're just kind of staring over everyone's heads. That's how he looks pretty much all the time. <laughs> and he, he tries to do... <laughs> he's lovely, just is a slight... He is a wonderful guy, but he is this big, frightening-looking motherfucker. But he's, he's an absolute darling. And he fucks up his bass solo every time. So my solo... Um, for Call Me Al. I literally I bruised my knuckles On my right hand Because I literally Just started smashing my And just punching my My fretboard yep. As hard as I fucking could Apparently Adam thought this was magical
2: Well, it's a good job
1: That he didn't get offended by it I was I was scared he was either Going to like Throw me out of a window Or just like Or, or The good option Which was Enjoy it And I'm lucky It was the latter I'm told he was incredibly pleased with my uh, <laughs> my cover of his particular bass solo. <laughs> and like Paul the lead singer literally turned around to me after and was still fucking better than Adams. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, mate. <laughs> it was fantastic. And uh, like s- at several points in the evening we got on stage with the other bands and just annoyed them. Yeah. yeah. We were not up in, in yeah. our defense.
2: So we don't really have like the funny thing is like we spent all the night talking about yeah, um Mr. Wolf and like Last Edition played as well, and they were fucking amazing. But the thing is, we don't like we we don't quite have as many weird running gags at their expense yeah. at them. Oh no! So... Although
1: they did start shouting Paul's sister and 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 doing the 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 call me owl chant as well, which is like because they're amaz- they're an amazing bunch of people. But they're so talented, it's hard to like have in jokes about how crap they are because they're not. <laughs> Even though Mr Wolf are quite good, it's they're, just, no, they're yeah, they're quite good. But it's the, we we just pretend that we're both crap.
2: Yeah, I, that that's it. Like um, the self deprecating humor between us and Mr Wolf is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, Last Edition are just a band that, like, yeah, we're actually competent,
1: and we're like, yeah, we no, we respect yeah, we know, that. We can't we, we can't fault you, <laughs> and we're just like good mates anyway. So, uh,
2: but yeah, so that last gig was a lot of fun, and it was a really good yeah. send off for the band. It and... was
1: fantastic fun, and you you got quite drunk. Yeah, so
2: I played terribly, but no, it's okay.
1: You played pretty well, and you, you cut chunks out of your fingers.
0: You did, at one point, turn around to me and say, yeah, you know the soloy bit in that song? Yeah, I didn't play that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like,
1: okay, I didn't notice that. I, think I can't I was... remember. It wasn't
2: a solo. It was a lead bit, I think.
0: I oh, think, was it, it was... In...
2: I can't remember. Uh, it was it was in um, in before. Um, which is one of the songs off the
1: new album that you can purchase off all fine major retailers. The new album, insert coin by Fighting Evil is cool. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I I got to, I was like playing the solo in that, and I just was fucking up all over the place. And then it got to like the end, and like I have to um, like change from from distorted channel playing the solo and turn off an effect that's on that as well. And I got to that point. And my brain just stopped working. And I was like, (laughs) I guess I'm just playing in this setting now for this this part. It's supposed to be in clean right now, but it's fine. It's distorted. No one's noticing. I don't have the coordination to do this right now.
1: So I'm going to still dig my fault. And you just her. turned
2: around
0: with a huge grin on your face being like, yeah, I didn't play that right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <"That's> brilliant.
2: <laughs> and at that point, I realised you'd had a few drinks. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, because normally
2: when I fuck up something like that, then I'm actually genuinely mortified.
1: Oh, anxiety. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's always fun fun when you're drunk. Because you're you're a soppy silly person, as opposed to this hardened cynical <laughs> British exterior, <laughs> your bulletproof fucking cynicism, and then you get a couple of drinks and you're like, you know what? I'm really I like I like people <laughs> occasionally. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I don't want to poison the well. Yeah, but yeah.
2: But anyway, we should probably talk about video games. Yeah,
1: we should probably talk about video games. Um, so Wib, what have you been up to?
2: Uh, I have been playing.
1: Enter the for oh, one.
2: Ah, dungeon. Oh, I see. A, a, a clever
1: play on dungeon. Oh. Because oh, gun. With a gun. She,
2: yeah. Does it have guns in it? Yeah, well, you you not only fire guns, most of your enemies are bullets <laughs> that fire guns. And the entire <laughs> the entire dungeon itself <laughs> is literally a giant bullet that has a gun in it that you're trying to get to, which is so powerful it can kill the past.
1: This sounds like like the most perfect story for a video game I think I've ever heard.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm kind of skimming over some details. Though, but that's basically no, no, no. Yeah.
1: That's perfect. That sounds marvelous. Yeah,
2: it, it's it's a roguelike. Are you also a bullet? Uh, no, or no, are you're you a dude. You're a person. Um, uh, but you you can have okay. have various large guns. Can uh, I
1: get my legs cut off and replace them with guns?
2: Uh, only if you're in the the movie uh, Planet Terror, I believe. Can it was. I get
1: all of my limbs cut off and replaced with guns?
2: Um, you probably could, but I don't think it would be a valid use of your time, nor would it be convenient. At the moment? Oh, you wouldn't be able to reload or fire any of them, so they'd yeah, just be yeah, really inconvenient wrong. prosthesis. I'll get it, it I'll could get be it. laser guns. then you not have to reload them,
1: you just mm. have to
0: have like some sort of like energy source in your body.
1: Well, I, I eat food.
2: Yeah. That's energy. Yeah, that, basically at that point, I'd just be like four laser pointers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <do. laughs> You get excited for the you get out and you'd just be like and you just annoy cats and that's it. Actually,
1: that <laughs> that's actually works worth it. for me.
2: <laughs> I, I like annoying cats. Anyway, the video game. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's like a roguelike. Yep. Um you you know, in you know, permadeath sort of thing. Um Is under it a um, first person or is it like a top down? It, it's a top, top down. Think think binding of oh, Isaacs. Yep, yep, yep. Very um
1: fun. really cute design.
2: Yeah, really nice like pixel art, really cool music. Um, was really sold on the game by the first boss, <laughs> which was a giant black bird with a large Vulcan cannon. So you go up to it and you go, uh. so it's literally Vulcan Raven. And it goes, no, no, it's Gatling Gull.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's Vulcan Raven, Giant and Shaman. And I other- bet... At that point, I was like, yeah, video game, yeah, hell yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm sold on this. Um, the only problem is that it goes into the now long line of other roguelike games, mm. um, along with um, Crypt the Necrodancer and the Necro and Downwell, that I really, really like, but I'm absolutely shit at. <laughs> So I can't get very far in it. I mean, I think this is one unlike uh, the other two where I think it's just a matter of of, of just increasing my skill at the game and I, I should be able to push through. But yeah, I've just done really badly when I've tried to play it and that's kind of a shame because it's really fun. You need to get good, squad. I do need to get good. I did get a Super Soaker at one point that is apparently a devastating <laughs> weapon. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, because water's cold and icky, and you'd be like, aww.
2: Because whenever you pick up a a gun that's beyond your your basic one, because your basic one has infinite ammo. Right. But every time you pick up a gun, it has a set amount of ammo for it, and you get, like, like, refilled at the end of the level.
0: Okay.
2: And, and yeah, one of them I got was just a fucking super soaker, uh, which I think is actually how I killed uh, Vulcan Raven, to be honest. Uh, uh, There's also uh, a pair of bullets that are, like, the Bullet Brothers, um, and one of them has, like... um, Fucking Goronlagan glasses. Uh, so that looks like Kamina, Kamina yeah. which is which you know makes me happy anyway. Mm-hmm. So that, that was pretty good. I'm um, sure
1: that makes maybe at least one other person happy as well. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I hear it's quite a popular of the animes.
1: What kill the kill? <laughs> <laughs> and it's
2: also very good. Yes. Um, but to go to the other end of the spectrum, I've also started playing uh, Civilization, which a tad more serious. A tad more serious. You
1: started dad gaming.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a real dagger. Because the thing was, I I want it so much. Oh, yeah <laughs> <The new one. laughs> I mean, I'm not playing Civ Six. I, I will say that because um, I got gifted. Um... And it's insanely expensive. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because you know, um, dads it, have a lot of disposable New games are expensive, info. fine, but like
0: on PC, they're usually like not really more than forty or quid. Usually, like, like a it's big triple for
2: Civ Six. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You're, you're putting a lot of hours in. Oh it, yeah. But... Uh... I'm pretty sure it was gifted to to us by Greg and Ed, So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so um, playing Civ Five um, because I, I I remember playing Civilization two in like the late '90s, and when I was like I guess I was like 13 at the time, and I was really into Rollercoaster Tycoon and Total Annihilation, and that was pretty much it. Those were like the two games right. I super liked. So when when trying to play Civilization, what I really wanted was either an RTS or something that was more city buildery. And when it's actually a board game, basically, that was not what I wanted. I was like, this is boring bullshit and I hate it. And now I'm 30, I'm like, this is boring bullshit. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I'm surrounded yeah. by dads.
2: <laughs> but, I, but I'd not really played it before, uh, apart from playing it yeah way back when and not mm. really getting it. So it, it's, it's just the base version of Civ Five without the DLCs, which I, I, was probably for the best. Because yeah. I needed something simple to kind of latch onto it so I, I always kind of looked at the Civilization games and hear people talking about them and people often talk about like the new game by referencing the old game and systems in the old game so it can often make it seem kind of impenetrable. Yep. Of like, oh yeah, it's fine, but you know, the, the whole uh, culture system is so much different to the, to the old game. I really like how they did this to it, and I'm like, okay, what's a culture system? Um,
1: <laughs> so you it, could say you've been culture shocked.
2: You could say that. You could.
1: If I was an idiot, which I'm not, which is why I didn't say it. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I've,
2: I've been playing that. I've played through two full rounds of it, just on its um, basic mode. Is, I feel like it's a sort of game that wouldn't have a tutorial. It sort of does. You have advisors that sort of tell oh, okay. you what what to do, okay, um, okay. especially early on. Yeah. So I played through once, and I was playing through as the King of Siam, I believe it was. Because um, on on the default mode, at least in Civ Five anyway, it just randomly assigns you someone. And then just picks, like, the easiest mode and sort of automatically generates yep, okay. all the stuff. Uh, so I played through that, the, the basic thing. It was, like, just the advised Ev- thing. So I, was, like, played through, I played through the King of Siam... And I, I kind of left everyone alone, like just did trading with people just to, just to, um, like get various resources that weren't in my area, and like kept my my like land small, and I went through kind of a science tree, and eventually won the game by sending someone into space, because okay. um, that's one of the.
1: It wasn't a fish this time. It wasn't a fish. No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Because that would have been really rad if you'd won civilization by sending a fish into orbit. Like, hey, motherfuckers, I put a fish in space. And they
2: just stay away from you because they're like, like, that dude's fucking crazy, man.
1: Like, he he literally spent years, hundreds of years of, of just human like education and enlightenment on sending a fucking fish into space. Do you think a fish gives a shit if it's weightless? Do you think it fucking cares?
2: But yeah, so I, I, so I did the science victory the first time.
1: One small fin for man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One giant paddle for mankind.
1: Yep. I just imagine this little fucking like rover with a goldfish bowl and I'm just fucking zooming around the moon. Like, the fuck? The fish is just like oh, I don't give a shit because I'm a fucking fish and I don't have a brain properly.
2: I cannot comprehend the situation that I have been thrust into.
1: God, through. I'm so fucking stupid. Not in a bad way. Fish are just simple. They don't appreciate the fact that we sent them to the fucking moon. <laughs> what are you saying? Anyway, anyway, Sorry, I just can't get past that. Like fucking who the fuck sends a fish into space?
2: Ask Factorio me. So I did the first round and and won a science victory. Uh, most so people people left me alone I guess you can win in different ways yeah
0: there's loads of different like, ways I've never played as okay. much as it would be a perfect game for me I think <laughs> I've never I own Civ IV on disc somewhere but it, it didn't run on the computer that I bought it for ah, okay. and yeah. then I just never quite got around to it
2: yeah you can win in various ways you can do. there's like a diplomacy victory where you basically you make the UN and convince <laughs> okay. everyone to quit being dicks uh, Is basically I'm pretty sure but it is I haven't done, done it yet, yet so I, don't, cool. I don't know uh, you can just kill everyone and take over everyone's um, land, and it's like okay, okay, you can do that. But but there's also you know various ways of doing it diplomatically. I think there is a trade one as well. But um, and well, you I'd kind have of to
1: like uh, become China, so like no one wants to start a war with you because they can't like live without you.
2: <laughs> Possibly
1: cynical, but I like it.
2: Um, that that might be me just inventing things in my mind. I haven't. Mm. I've, only, I've only done a few bits of it. I've only played through two full games, yeah. but those do take like a minimum like six hours. So you know. <laughs> I've actually played a fair bit. Um, So I did that the first time. Mostly I was left alone. Um, Queen Elizabeth, because all of the leaders of the lands are like some famous person from that country's history. So Queen Elizabeth I um, tried to get me to wage war on everybody. And I was like, no, no, Lizzie, I'm not into that. I'm trying to build a spaceship over here.
1: Is she like the Elizabeth from Blackadder?
2: Unfortunately not.
1: Then I don't fucking care.
2: (laughs) Um, so, I went into a second game where it randomly assigned me to be Genghis Khan. Okay. And I was like, alright, so I'm gonna go, rather than do what it expects of me and make a warlike uh, race, I am going to win by my superior culture. I'm gonna go for a culture victory. Which you do by create, by, um, you, when you build things on your cities, um, they can have say, like a science bonus or a cultural bonus or okay. whatever. So you build lots of museums and things. It gives you lots of culture. Okay. Like art galleries. And, and then you can spend those culture points. And once you've gone down, I think it's five full trees of different types of culture. So there's like a religious tract, a, like a war-like one, a trade one, very, various right. different ones. And once you've gone down five of those, then you can build the utopia project in one of your cities, which just wins you the, the cultural thing for reasons I think basically everyone looks at you and goes Well, wow, they're pretty fucking cultured that's pretty impressive <laughs> there's a
1: thing in there called utopia or whatever that's yeah that
2: is well good that's pretty good <laughs> I think that's what happens they anyway. probably
1: don't stab each other with forks
2: <laughs> so I tried to do that and I thought well I'll do what I did last time which I'll do. I'll just trade with people where I need to and I'll try and get along with everyone that'll probably work yeah that did not work <laughs> uh who did you piss off well I had next to me George Washington And I thought, he's probably going to be okay. He's probably going to be okay. I'll probably be able to just trade with him, like, keep out of his way, and he'll leave me alone. And on the other side of me, I had Napoleon and Queen Elizabeth. So I was like, all right. What an
1: eclectic bunch.
2: Yeah, and I was like, okay, okay. I'll leave everyone alone, and they'll probably be okay with me. Probably fine. So I started building my things. I've got, like, limited um, military just to deal with barbarians. And just in case anything goes down, out of fucking nowhere, about I guess about fifty turns in, because there's fucking five hundred turns or whatever fucking it takes to get to like over like to kind of present day or some bollocks like that. Out of nowhere, both Washington and Napoleon just declare war on me. They sit there and go, "We've had enough of your of your bullshit." We, we're going to we're going to make a stand against you, and I'm
1: just sitting there going like, "What the fuck have I done?" Mm. You will learn our peaceful ways <laughs> by force. <laughs> and the funny thing was,
2: is what actually, is what happened is France like was just a dick, de- just basically declared war on me for for ages, and just sent a, a, a small amount of people at me, just being a dick at me for a while, um, and then eventually I just got fed up with them and just kind of just went here, just accept this trade uh, agreement. Like to, um, to like have peace with me. Like, here, I'll give you some fucking money for a while, just piss off. And they were like, yes. What happened with America was kind of the other way around. Is Washington kept sending forces at me, which I like roundly slaughtered because they kept sending it me near a port town, so I just had boats that were just firing artillery at them. <laughs> slaughtered them, and then after like five turns of that, they basically went, uh, can we make peace with you and also have all these gold and horses and iron that we have? And I was like, too fucking right. And they never bothered me again the entire game. However, France just periodically waged war on me for no reason, that, just wasting my resources. That
1: just sounds like that's the Englishman and you talking, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Yes.
2: The only thing that saved me from being constantly harassed by them is that at a certain point, uh, Elizabeth expanded. And built a city <laughs> right in the middle uh, of the land between France and me. Uh, they actually built Nottingham uh, <laughs> because the na- they're named after <laughs> yeah, places. I, I, yeah, no, so. no
1: man's land.
2: And so for the rest of the game, France and England were at war, which is actually fairly accurate to world history yeah. of the France and England. Spending, and it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's all Nottingham's fault.
2: <laughs> yeah, I blame Nottingham. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mo- <laughs> most people do, let's be honest.
2: So, yeah, they just spent the entire time fucking killing each other, and then eventually I built my big building, everyone went, oh, that's well Ooh. impressive, that
1: is. <laughs> and day then day I won. Then. That's it. So, yeah,
2: Civilization is a strange game. I haven't encountered Gandhi yet, though. Apparently so he's a nuclear bastard. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, maybe he's not on... Not, they don't even put him in the easy mode. <laughs> he's it's the fuck what?
0: you mode. Not sure if
2: you're joking now or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, in, in Civilization 1... I think it was in Civilization 1 because it's been pretty much the same thing just progressively more complex and fancier graphics but they've always had the thing of having famous world leaders being the characters and for India it was Gandhi and he's like he had like his pacifism set to like the highest thing like he was he was the least warlike yeah Um. And I think the problem was, is that they gave him a... Like, there was a trait that they also gave him that meant that he was even less likely to start a war with someone. But what that actually did was set his thing into, like... Like, it looped around... So he actually became the most aggressive warlike thing in the entire game and is the most prone to nuke the shit out of you. Oh
1: yes, Gandhi the warlord.
2: And they've just kept that in every game. Really? So Gandhi is like oh, literally fantastic. death incarnate. Which is just amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I haven't encountered him yet. But yes, I am monkey you. I've been quite enjoying it. I'm obviously playing it like it's vanilla Civ Five. Um, and I hear Civ Six is a lot better in terms of having a lot of extra, a lot more features. Because there are a lot of turns where you're not really doing anything. Yeah, I only know these things
0: about because I watched um, Total Biscuits' video on yeah on, on the new one, and he was saying that yeah with with five, especially if you grew up with the ones beforehand, with five it wasn't very good when it first came out until it had all the DLCs and everything. Whereas six, it's actually worth upgrading from five to
2: get. Mm. Rather than waiting for it all to come out. Yeah, I can, I can, to- I can totally see that. As someone who's not played yeah, any yeah, yeah, Civ game, yeah, then Civ 5 is... a good is, place to start. <laughs> yeah, it, it being quite simple is good for me. Uh, but I can totally see uh, that uh, an expansion on a lot of things would be really, really good. And maybe down the line I'll buy more DLCs or just go fuck it and buy Civ 6 when it's, you know... A
1: reasonable price. A reasonable
2: price, price and isn't mm-hmm. the most expensive thing in the universe. Which would be good. But no, so that, that that's been a lot of fun and has taken up an ungodly amount of time.
1: Well yeah, you played yeah, two I games bet. which is approximately what, three weeks of play?
2: <laughs> well <laughs> no, it's like I played two games and it took me twelve hours. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Big, yeah. Yeah. And that's on the easiest mode. So you know.
1: Wait until you get to Gandhi. Yeah,
2: I'll start ramping up and go to Gandhi nukes my ass mode, and and uh, we'll go wrong. And the game will be shorter,
0: presumably. Well, possibly,
1: oh, possibly, because yeah. you won't live past like uh, three turns.
2: Although I can see that the game could actually be really, really bad like that. If like when you get to like the higher things, if you get like your shit wrecked at the very end of the game, you've put in like. You could have put in, like, six to ten hours into that game to have it all robbed away from you at the end. Because Gandhi nukes you. Because Gandhi nukes the shit out of you. That would be fucking depressing.
0: I mean, right. I guess, yeah, if that happened in real life, it would be quite depressing. Well, that's so <laughs>
1: quite good, I
2: guess. You're not wrong.
1: Dammit, Gandhi.
2: <laughs> Elaborate political satire there by the drama <laughs> Uh But yeah, that's, that's mostly what I've been playing, so... Uh... What I've taken out of this is just a final thought. You're, so all the leaders are named
0: after real leaders. Yeah. They, but they presumably live... From, when does it start? Like in the oh, like it's, Stone Ages? Or is it like later than that?
2: Um
0: yeah. Fuck it is. Yeah, it's around... It's like super primitive man yeah. territory. Until like... Can you go into the future? Or it yeah. just go to yeah. present day? It goes to the future. But the same leader lives for that entire <laughs> Yes, It's
1: like or a dystopian... like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everything. Technically,
2: <laughs> yeah. individual troops can as well. Because you can keep troops from the very start of the game alive the entire time. Um, you can upgrade them right. along the way now I think um, the way of thinking about it in kind of a gamey kind of concept is that what's actually happening is that that's just a regiment and obviously yeah, people go yeah, in and yeah, out the regiment people. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: but in my head what's actually happening <laughs> is that you start off with a bunch of guys with, with like stone axes and eventually you, you several thousand years pass and at some point these same people are in attack tanks or helicopters <laughs> And they're just left bewildered by everything that's like, happened to them.
0: <laughs> what even is?
2: Because yeah, you just upgrade them, and so you just have this surreal thing of like, oh shit, I've got to upgrade these people. They were medieval knights. I best put them in tanks.
1: <laughs> no, like,
2: horses are all damn <laughs> just just jam the horse Oh no, no, the horses turned to helicopters. What madness are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I think Civ Five really good for history lessons. <laughs>
2: Horses
0: turned to helicopters, yeah, that's what
1: well, i Well I'm sorry, but when was the last time you saw a horse and when was the last time you saw a helicopter in the same room? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't share the same space because they're the same things. I guess. <laughs> C5 says yeah, so. A horse
0: just spinning round really fast trying to be a helicopter
2: now.
1: Just its head completely still with its body just <laughs> just spinning around. Or
2: possibly the head spinning round really fast and that's how it propels itself upwards. That's uh, how lift is generated.
1: Well they do have long manes. Maybe that has something to Maybe. do with their uh the, the aerodynamics or well, I'm not talking about horses aerodynamics put a horse in a wind tunnel I'm sure it's fine it won't mind see that just reminds me of an old joke like how do you make a skeleton put a leper in a wind tunnel <laughs> my dad told me that and I told that to a teacher at school I got detention so hard Like, my, literally my parents were like why isn't she home and they were like she told this horrifyingly tasteless joke and I'm like I don't see the problem I'm, like, six years old. I just repeat shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm done, by the way.
1: <laughs> okay. That, that's probably
2: good. Snap, what have you been doing?
1: Well, I've uh, not been doing that much, uh, apart from playing WoW and Overwatch. Well, yeah. Because I've managed to... Because Overwatch had a free weekend last week. Yeah, I had. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother, because like, he listens to the podcast. Hi. Um <laughs> And sorry. <laughs> he, I think he got so fed up of me talking about Overwatch, he went and played it, and now he owns it, and we played, like, every day since he's gone. And it's awesome, because we, we never really had a game to play, because he's into, like, Battlefield and all those other ones. So, yeah. I've been playing that. I've been playing WoW, because, of course, I fucking have. Yeah. I've also been playing <clears> Doom <throat> 4 Arcade. Ooh. So, you don't know. Doom 4 had a, uh, an update a few weeks ago, a month ago, a while ago. Which is the most recent Doom? Is that... Doom 4. That is Doom. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> Doom. Just, it's just Doom. But I yeah. always refer to it yeah. as Doom okay. 4, because I hate that fucking trend of... of yeah, yeah. yeah. It just causes confusion. Um, it uh, got patched, and they added an arcade mode, which is basically just score points and rip and tear. When did they add that? I think it was like a month or so ago. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't really play it, and I, I gave it a go, and it's... The way it kind of goes is, you know, you go in to load your levels or whatever, and it's got arcade modes. So you click on arcade mode, and you you can pick which level you want to play. Is it single player? Yeah. 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 Um, and you decide the difficulty, and you go in, and you've got to basically kill everything. Like, clear, pick up all the items, get a height, because there's like a multiplier that goes up to like 32, I think. Um, you've got to just go and murder fucking everything. And get as many points as you can. It's, it's
2: just segments from the main campaign, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and They've the added a few more things. Like, there's these weird mines. That if you shoot, they explode and it drops a relic, which is more points. And, like, little little Doom Guy dollies <laughs> give you extra lives. Because, yeah, the biggest problem I have with this... Because I, I tried it on above, like, normal. Um, and I got fucking mutilated so hard. And these levels are kind of long. So when you die, you have to start from the beginning. And that's just uh, like... Uh, it, it's cool and all, but... Uh, that's so fucking irritating. Like Earlier, I literally rage quit because I, I cleared a room and there was one enemy left and it had phased through the floor. <laughs> and you can't proceed until the demonic threat level has been reduced to zero. That's literally an in-game thing. Yeah. And it was just under the floor being like, guess what, I got my lasers and I'm lasering you. I'm like, I can't. I, I literally... I I was... <laughs> throwing grenades at it. I was throwing... Oh, I just couldn't fucking kill it. I was Why like, didn't
0: you just fade through the floor yourself? Because... Seems like a sensible like, thing to do well, in that situation.
1: In hindsight, <laughs> yeah, I probably... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's, it's not really that much. I mean, they did add like a multiplayer DLC because apparently they're fucking idiots and they want to, you know... like As far as I'm aware, I think it's like a new map. I don't know. But yeah, I think multiplayer DLC is just a really piss-poor move and it does like, s- like separate... The, the player base. What is it's, it?
2: Paid DLC?
1: I think so, yeah. Because, like, every time I click on it, it takes me to the Steam store. Oh, okay. And it's like... Bleh. But, yeah. So, I mean, it's not really that... I mean, it's interesting if you want to, like, see how many shadows there are out there with billions and billions of points that you'll never even get on the leaderboard for. But, hey, yeah, go for one of it. One those sort of things. Yeah, because I, like, I was looking, I was like, oh, I got three million points on this. That's really good. No, it isn't. No, it fucking isn't. That's, <laughs> that's like... Baby's first fucking go at computer games ever.
2: Oh, it's it's like when you look at um, like global achievement statistics <sighs> yeah. on like a game, and you go, "Oh, I got that achievement. That was really hard to get. I wonder how many other people have got that. Seventy percent of people have got that, and all of them have got the achievements that you can't get near. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. You just kind of like, <laughs> oh, this is this is fine. This is fine. But yeah, not much really else changed about that. I've also, which made drummer butt laugh, <laughs> pretty soon pretty severely
0: your your notes just it says Doom 4 Arcade mm-hmm. and then it just says the word blood <laughs> on, a, on a new line no bra- like brackets and explanations it just says just blood
1: do you want to do you want to give me a, a uh, an insight of what do you think that could be about
0: I mean we anything really with you <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay wow <laughs> true but no, no. Uh,
0: blood bowl I, if it was me it'd be blood bowl at the moment
1: mm-hmm. it's not blood bowl blood
0: born it's mm, not Bloodborne, no. Um, older. Older? Mm-hmm.
1: Is there a game called Just Blood? Yes! Ah, there is hey, a game called Just there Blood. Go. There well, you why go. you wrote blood? Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, well, isn't it blood one whole unit? Well, one whole unit blood, yeah. This is the thing. This is a relatively new edition. I mean, I guess maybe I was just a sh- dumb shit kid and I didn't realise it had a full name. I played the shit out of Monolith's Blood as a kid and it scared me because I was a dumb shit kid. And pixels are scary. It's a first person kind of like doomy kind of thing. Okay, but it's kind of Is that. What you were playing one? That's what I was playing okay. when you came in. Yeah, um, I was wandering around that hedge the maze that with a flag like
0: leg.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: I thought you were playing Doom Four and your graphics card had broken. <laughs> no,
1: don't, don't get me started on that fucking graphics card. Don't get me fucking started on my graphics card. Okay, fucking radiant piece of shit. Fuck. <sighs> blood looks way better than Doom Four on our fucking graphics card. Let me. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I can run it slightly better. Um First person shooter, kind of horror themed. Like, oh god, it's so adorable now, like the story. <laughs> like look, you boot it it's oh uh, like I did games dev at college and some of people's first like animations slash models are so much better than this shit <laughs> model with made. It's just oh, it's awful. It looks like really crappy clay. And like story, you talk that you're
2: talking about the in game cinematics the here. The,
1: the beginning of like, it, it's, it's like a minute long, it's, it's quite short. But the basic story, which is you get it in the beginning and then you get an FMV at the end. And the beginning is like you, uh, Caleb, and your girlfriend Ophelia are uh, dark servants of an evil cult. Very high ranking, yeah. you're good at what you do You're, the, you're the bad guys Because you want to be able to associate with the characters you play Exactly, yeah. so you know, red glowing eyes, pure evil I get that, I, mean, I, I get that
2: I too am a high ranking member Of an evil cult, yeah. so I understand This, I'm, I'm on this guy's side already no, it,
1: it's, it's just nice to finally have some Representation, oh absolutely, in video games normally,
2: normally we're treated like fucking Trash, oh
1: yeah, like, we're you know. the cannon fodder But I'm not going to start talking About <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So your 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 like evil god, demon thing, brings you into his chamber room and is like, and you're like, okay, my master, what are, what are you what is your will, master? And he's like, I'm disappointed in all of you. You failed me. I'm disavow- I'm disavowing every single one of you. And then all of the all of the servants around the room start like melting or like get <laughs> flash fried or turn all their skin falls off their bones, and they like he's like, I'll oh, take your love. And like, yeah, someone comes and snatches your girlfriend, and she's like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And then he's like, "And you?" He's like, "You like, you have to like." He basically buries you in undeath because you, you're basically undead. It's like so he buries you for I think a, like a hundred years, which is why in the very first level you jump out of a grave with a pitchfork, saying, "I live again," and not just because Evil Dead was cool. <laughs> Okay. It
2: does come from that era it of first person shooters which are made about, I want to say, 75-80% to of references to movies.
1: It's not that <laughs> bad compared to some of the other ones that were at the time. It's still oh, it's still bad. It's it's
2: at full Duke Nukem mode
1: though. <laughs> mm, I'd say it's slightly less intolerable than Duke Nukem but yeah, okay. I got it on Steam. And I forgot that Steam is not a good platform to buy old games on
0: no it is no
1: i should have got it on gog but like i managed to just about make it work but unfortunately we can't stream it so it's like but yeah i've been replaying that and oh my god i feel like a little girl again it's so good (laughs) like i mean in a good way it's perfect like i i've started like i i went through it and i was remembering secrets and and like going "I, i i feel i should go over here and then there's like a like, like double weapon power-up, and I'm like, yes, thank you, fucking, like, six-year-old me for remembering this shit. <laughs> and I, I I completed the first bracket of uh, of missions today, because it's, like, it's the old kind of school thing of, um, you know, you select a difficulty, and then it's like, which chapter, basically, yeah. do you want to play? And, yeah, I completed the first one, um, where...
2: Aren't all the chapters Evil Dead references?
1: Uh, th- th- they're all horror references. So, like, the first one is, like... I can't remember what the first one is, but I know one of them is Even Death May Die. Oh yeah. Um
2: Doing the Cthulhu references. Yeah, like
1: there's there's things like that. And the first step, like E two M one is like um, like basically kind of I don't know I don't know if it is, but it really reminds me of the Mountains of Madness. Of course. It pales in comparison to Juledic Mysteries, Mountains of Madness. <laughs> of course. Of course. But it was a different time.
2: You know, the funny thing is, is that I actually played a fair bit of that to get that footage. <laughs> and to make sure that I wa- that when writing that script, I wasn't just going to be taking the piss out of that game unnecessarily. Oh,
1: no, no, no. It was necessary.
2: Oh, I played it. It's totally necessary to take the piss.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
2: At one point, you make a page of the Necronomicon that's a nice coloured picture of an axe. You can Ooh. use that axe in the Match 3 game to break a certain, a certain amount of tiles.
1: <laughs> Ugh, that's the death yeah. of everything that i love it really is Ugh, but yeah i missed i missed so much about it because i did try and play it like a little while ago and i just got so frustrated with the steam version being balked but I, i've i've gone in and i've fixed it and i've I completed the first like first chapter i've gone through the second one i'm hopelessly lost in the hedge maze in the second one which is like a weird kind of like shining oh, okay, spooky right. kind of thing
2: In in fairness, it is a hedge maze. It is literally a hedge maze. The purpose of a hedge maze is usually to get you lost.
1: And and guess what? I fucking got lost. But, okay, so this is where the spiders come in. And I fucking Uh. hate the spider enemies. I'm not, like, really scared of spiders. Not anymore. Not after the accident. But, (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to elaborate.
2: (laughs) No, you used to you used to be petrified of spiders. I used to be petrified of
1: spiders, then I was just like, I'm sick of being scared of spiders and now I'm getting better. Well,
2: I think the thing is is after living in Australia for a long time and being rightfully petrified of the spiders there that can literally kill you, uh and then moving here to Britain, where spiders are just things that will occasionally scurry out and be more and literally just be terrified of you. And eventually you finally learn the fact that they aren't actually dangerous to you.
1: For now. But, yeah.
2: but understandably, you had a, a kind of carryover fear of these scurrying things that in a previous country you lived in could kill you.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's my defense and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but yeah, like the first one's enemies are kind of like, you get cultists, you get cultists in a brown robe, weak dude. cultist in a, in a black robe who's tougher. Weird zombies. Um, gargoyles. Did not like gargoyles. Creepy shark men, which always scared me.
2: They're basically street sharks.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> like creepy fucking street sharks, and then like little barracuda things, and it's and you get um oh and rats, which are such a pain in the fucking dick hole. Honestly, like you have to crouch with your pitchfork <laughs> and just kind of back up and go because they're so fucking irritating to kill. Second one, it's got these big fat guys that by barf on you, and of course you know say join us because Evil Dead's cool. Oh and there's the then there's the fucking spiders, I mean like there's also you get hands in them in you get hands in in um one of one of them I can't remember which one it is that choke you no fun. and th- they scurry about saying yeah. "I'll swallow your soul because evil dead is cool, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to regret what I said to you earlier, yeah <laughs> but yeah, and those things used to scare the fuck out of my brother and I. my brother was always so much braver and that's why he can like watch horror movies on his own and stuff now. So we'd like we'd be playing it and then we'd just hop up on like the kitchen sink, like in game and just be like Ah and there'd be like three of them just talking over each other, telling us that they were gonna swallow our soul. And then there's the fire dogs that fire doesn't work on, which I always thought was pretty cool. I yeah, I am gonna like write a review on it for the channel, but oh, I've just been really enjoying playing that again and just being like Ah oh, Everything is everything <laughs> is nice and pure with the world. It's nice to go back
0: to an old game and be like Oh, it's not just nostalgia glasses making me think this was good. Yeah, it's actually quite a good It's fun.
1: actually very... I've, oh, God. I, almost, I was surprised at how much I was enjoying myself. I was like, holy shit. This isn't making me want to fucking explode or anything. This is actually pretty cool.
2: <laughs> you know, it's even nicer if you manage to do that to a game you don't have any nostalgia for, where you go back to an old game that everyone says is fucking amazing, and you just assume it's all nostalgia, and yeah. then you go back to it. And then you're like, actually, this is really good. Like I had that with the original Castlevania. Of like, yeah, like yeah. of like, oh, this is probably all right, but like, it's probably like... a lot of nostalgia. And then, like, I played it, and I was like, "Fucking hell, this is amazing!" And then, like, I <laughs> actually, I actually, like, suffered through and actually fucking beat that thing. And it's notorious for being difficult, and I'm notorious for being bad at video games.
1: So that was <laughs> a real
2: achievement for me.
1: You did pretty well.
2: I mean, how many hours did it take you? I, I care <laughs> not to disclose that. <laughs> at least a billion. It did take me quite a while. I will not lie, <laughs> but you did it. Yeah. You did, which is
1: boring.
2: rad. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no. Like uh, having watched you play Blood, because I never even heard about it before meeting no, you. Actually, it
1: wasn't it, a particularly popular it, game. I think it was Monolith's first game.
2: It was Monolith's first game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but I'd but never but, heard about it before before meeting you. And yeah, watching you play, it it's like that. This does look quite good, cool, actually. Like just lots of little little cool advancements on the sort of formula that do Is it set. the same era as is, is
1: it? Yeah. mouse
2: driven or is it, it keyboard? It, well, like full keyboard. It's
1: it's, it's both. Because you can configure controls, but like, um, it's back in the day when it would be like arrow keys and left control to shoot. Mm. That kind yeah, of thing. So yeah, that yeah. is kind of like set up there, and like you can't look up and down. There are yeah. like look up and look down buttons, which just skew everything horribly. So you just don't fucking touch them. So it's 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 oldish. I can't remember exactly where when it's from. Time was. I, th- I
2: think it's from like. Two years or so after Doom, mm. I might be wrong there, but I'm, I, it's a few years after yeah. Doom.
1: Well, it, yeah, because yeah. Doom's ninety four, right? I think it was ninety three. Well, ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, but yeah, it must have been like ninety five, ninety six, or something. I don't know. But yeah, and like I, I just I fell in love with that game so hard. I was like scared to death of it because you know for some reason like Doom and and games like that, and like Alone in the Dark, scared me as a little girl. <laughs> Now you look at that game nowadays; it's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> what's a fucking kangaroo thing that looks like it's made out of fucking bubble gum? What the fuck? Like, but no, that game scared the shit out of me. And yeah, just playing it as an adult and just being like, <laughs> memories. It's oh, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. And then like the second one came out, and <sighs> you see, at the time, I loved it because it it was like it was quite rare at the time for video games to try a proper story. Like a, like with cutscenes and things. It wasn't... That wasn't a common thing.
2: It's, uh, for that genre, sir. For that
1: genre, especially. And I was, I was blown away by Blood 2. I was just like, oh my god, they've literally stopped the game so these two characters can have a conversation. It was a stupid conversation for twats, <laughs> yeah. but I was just like, oh my god, they're... Com- oh, I that, loved it. Was it pre-Half-Life 2? Uh,
2: like, uh, ha- Half- not Half-Life 2, yeah. Half-Life 1. Uh, Blood oh, 2.
1: I don't honestly know. It could... It looks a bit better because
2: that might be why. Because they, they, because everyone played Half Life One because that kind of changed how first person shooters I, were. I,
1: honestly, at the time, I hated Half Life One. I thought I the fact that Gordon Freeman never spoke that literally that turned me right the fuck off. I was like, no, this is bad, and just to stop <laughs> fucking playing. And then like I tried to play Blue Shift, and then like I was like, oh, it's a different protagonist. I'm probably going to talk this time. Fucking no! And then fucking <laughs> is the, Blue one Ship... of the scientists got stuck in a door and was like, "I'll wait here." And it's, ear, 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 ear. The whole fucking level. And I was like, "Fuck this game! <laughs> fuck this game!" Is Blue Shift the one where you play as Barney? I think so, yeah. And I was just like, "Look, I have tried. I tried like several times to genuinely <laughs> enjoy it. I'm gonna go back to my Blood Too, where they're like quoting The Crow, which is a fuck awful movie, and I don't care who knows it. And it's just, <laughs> ugh." The thing about like Blood 2 though is like, you play as Caleb, like the main character. That's where you get the story. If you play as any other of the Chosen, like Ophelia, Gabriella, or Ishmael, you don't get a story. Right. The story just doesn't happen. Oh. Like, Why would still... you play as anyone else? Well, well, they have different kind of stat weights. Oh, okay. So like Gabriella is like she's the tank. She's like six foot six. She's fucking huge. She's wearing massive like armor, and she can deal with the really heavy weapons. That means she gets more ammo and stuff for the big, heavy weapons. Um, Ophelia is quite short. Um, She's kind of, like, she's more mana-based, so there's a lot of weapons that kind of have more mana. So she'll have more ammo with, like, psychic weapons. Like, there's an orb that you fire with, like, psychic powers that, that has, like, hooks that dig into the person's face... And drill into their skull. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's rad. It's so rad. And like, you like? I remember flipping my shit because as cause it hovers in their hand, and you can see their reflection in it, and I'll, it's like a still image. But I always thought that was fucking amazing.
2: It's, those sort of things can be an oddly immersive thing to mm. actually have have your character in first person have some kind of to feel like they might actually be there. I remember mm. seeing someone talk about that in one of the. I think it's Metroid Prime. I think it's the first Metroid Prime where if there's a large explosion, you will see Samus's face reflected on the inside of the visor. Oh yeah. Which, which is, they're saying that is oddly immersive because <laughs> you you stop feeling like a camera moving around and feeling like you're actually the person.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Damn, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like it's, it was. Yeah, it was not a very good game, but like, like it. I tried to play it, like, a couple of years ago, and I got stuck in the hospital so hard, and it was like, I... Blood 2. Yeah, Blood Mm -hmm. 2. And it was just like, there was no real sense I could make of it. I was like, I don't understand what I've missed, and it's not really communicating it to me. And I know, like, get good and whatever, but it just... The levels in Blood 1, like, they tend to make a bit more sense... And you know you'll tend to notice like oh I passed the skull door and then like at the end of the level you get the skull key and you're like I remember where the skull door was so you you know whereas like Blood Two is just like fucking deal with it nub scrub.
2: Well, I I wonder if that's to do with the the fact that Blood One was made very much in the era like the Doom era so or game like game levels for for first person shooters were these kind of labyrinthine like big maze things. Where you were like constantly going from point, or, like from some point in it to unlock a bit elsewhere, yeah. which unlocks a bit in another place, and kind of just goes like that. And a lot of them were designed like that with lots of hidden secrets and things. And then as they went on, they gradually shifted away from that to the more kind of linear thing that basically kind of reached its ultimate, like linear point of just being a fucking corridor. Yeah. Um, with sort of the modern military shooters, um, before they started getting better. Yeah. and and things like you know the latest doom came
1: out and you know oh, i really want a blood remake that's like doom 4 i know that yeah but the it just blood it up. yeah no. that you. this is no this is the thing like i would take it if they made like the equivalent they'd make it that good as good as doom 4 is i would i would be okay with them being like calling it just blood because that would, oh my god, that would be so perfect. I mean, it's never going to happen, because fucking barely anyone remembers blood. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I remember it, and, and, and I love it.
2: And Monolith these days are too busy making uh, licensed fucking, things.
1: Yeah, they just... Because the last uh, two
2: things they made were, like, Gotham City Imposters. I know. And uh, they did make Shadow of Mordor, and... Um, which, which,
1: I, which was like like people love that game.
2: Yeah, I, I never got around to playing it, but I hear it's fantastic. Mm. Um, but but yeah, still, they're like, no, two licensed things. things yeah, because um, yeah. I mean, hell, um, Monolith don't even make the Fear games anymore.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like, not the mo- Fear like, games are any good
2: no, anymore. But no,
1: <laughs> but they at the time the Fear games were fucking phenomenal. Like, fear One was amazing. It looked great. Mm. It was like we'd never encountered this before, so we don't know it's not very good. <laughs> but it was fucking just so different and so scary
2: fear worked really really well before you wise up to the mechanics behind it of where you can can feel the gears change but in the engine when you're in a shooty part and when you're in a spooky part
1: because if there's dudes there you're in a shooty part no spooks here
2: but then when all the dudes go away, you go, okay, the game switched gears. Oh, there's some spooky music. Okay, I'm okay to not worry about having any reaction time now because all that's going to happen is Alma's going to
1: pop out at me and go a-bloogie-woogie-woo in
2: my face every now and again.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that just kind of shows you that, like, Monolith gets horror for the most part. and it's like, I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, remake Blood and make it a genuine, honest to god horror game because that's fu- it's, it's evil dead to horror. Yeah, it's slapstick fucking stupid ass horror, and that's what makes it fucking fantastic. It is a haunted house thing, it's, it's, yeah. It's, and it's, it's s- not
2: actually, it's not like actually psychologically like damaging. It's just kind of good spooky fun. Might make you jump.
1: It's so but yeah. Right. Oh, God, that all I want for Christmas is is a blood remake worthy of like Doom. At, at the very least, I'd settle
2: <sighs> for a brutal Doom equivalent.
1: That would be amazing as well.
2: <laughs> actually what engine does it does blood run on do you know is it like a, a like a oh. is it like the Duke engine or is it just its own engine?
1: Honestly, I don't want to say cuz I just don't know.
2: Cuz I think that
1: oh, I am going to google it straight after after we yeah. record this though. Cuz I
2: think there is a um 'cause cuz what what's it called? I think it's G, GZ Doom.
1: GZ Doom. Yeah. Um
2: is the thing that makes brutal doom work. Mm. Uh, cuz actually actually brutal doom's just a kind of mod for that. Which makes Doom basically render in a modern style and be properly 3D. Um, and I think there is an equivalent of that for the Duke Engine, which is the Build Engine. I think it's called. I
1: think it is. There
2: yeah. is an equivalent of that for the Duke Engine. The so if engine it does run on if it does run on the Duke Engine, then you might be able to actually make it run like a, a kind of modern <sighs> kind of way.
1: Uh, maybe I.
2: I might be speaking out by us though. So. Probably, <laughs> you know.
1: but, but I mean, the thing is like. Old Blood still works, so I can still have a good old like fucking rollicking good said? time. There's, you said
0: there's a Blood two. There's
1: Blood one and there's Blood two, and I think there's there was an add-on for for Blood two called the Nightmare Levels, which I also own. But yeah, it's basically two and a point five. Yeah. So yeah, I can recommend Blood. Just don't buy it on Steam. Go to GOG or something. They actually like I don't know curate their stock. Oh, yeah. I don't know, Actually, I've
2: not actually looked at the, the GOG page to see how, if they're they're port... I mean, I imagine it probably is good,
1: because GOG usually is. GOG are fantastic mm-hmm. with, like, that kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I trust them a whole lot more
2: than I do Steam. I think the only thing I've ever seen people have problems with is that um, some of the games that we talked about in our old 40k retrospective... Oh, yeah. Um, ...that were old DOS games, and we said basically how some of them had major issues running on a modern machine, even when GOG actually... Like, properly ported across a couple of those to work on a modern machine, some of them still have major fucking issues. Like, no. Chaos Gate apparently still has some real big Chaos issues. Chaos Gate 3.1? What, Windows 3.1? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it I remember was like, a Windows 95 game. I, th-
1: I think it's like the majority of games made for 3.1 just you can't get to work because they are fucking bullshit. I, I
2: still find one of the hardest, ter- like, eras to actually get stuff working sometimes can be, um, like early, early 2000s, like really early XP stuff. Mm. Because the stuff from like 3.1 often also ran on DOS. And you can just run DOSBox, and most things run on DOSBox fine. But, like, stuff from, like, the early 2000s, some of that just will not run properly. Not like, like at all. they're all
1: experimenting with their own wanky engines and things. Yeah, I, well, I
2: don't know why, but, like, I've, I've had more trouble getting stuff running from that period, like, late 90s to early 2000s, than, like, early 90s. Or even, like, we're going far back, like, really 80s games. Because, so, again, you can just run them on fucking DOSBox and it works fine. That's the, the thing, it's, like,
1: either really old... Or really new games you're fine with. It's the middle ground that fucks you.
2: Yeah, just, just, it, it is it's like the, the early XP, I don't know why. I think it's because a lot of stuff changed, like the architecture of Windows mm. between yeah. XP and the yeah. modern stuff. So, it, yeah, mm. it all went a bit fucky. Yeah, that's
1: pretty much
2: it. Right like it
0: all went a bit fucky.
2: <laughs> that's, that's my uh, technical <laughs> yeah. conclusion based on my it experience. It went a bit fucky.
1: So, yeah, Blood. <clears throat> Great game. Really enjoy it. Doom 4 Arcade. Play Blood instead cuz or just play doom again cuz it's like it's, it's it'll it'll entertain you for like maybe an hour but it's not really like a massively interesting edition.
2: Mm.
1: You know, there's someone we haven't heard from. There is indeed. a Butt, what've you been up to? <laughs> 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 um uh
0: oh, I have basically nothing to talk about to be honest. Awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good that at there. the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been crazy busy. So we had the what gig have up, to? up until Friday and there was just somehow an alarming amount of organising for all the, I mean you had all the artwork and stuff to do yeah. and there was just the amount of organising to get an album out and to get the Kickstarter and of things just like. And also same uh, I send out all the Kickstarter stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. god,
1: that was a fun trip to the post office, was wasn't it? Hey,
0: we went back to the post office today to ship something else. Did they go, <laughs> not you? I went to there's like, there's a load of self-service machines, um he went around and was like oh that one's my favourite we'll go to that one because <laughs> I was like I spent so long with this machine
1: <laughs> we've bonded
0: it got a weird look from the people who work there
1: what because they recognised you and they are like oh god he's back he's going to put his dick in the fucking self service machine it's not that kind of self service you sick bitch I'm going to post my dick to India one mm. of
0: the Kickstarter g- g- came with something extra
2: <laughs> yeah
1: he oh, put a little bit of himself <laughs> in every parcel
2: They're not sealed with glue. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is really
2: fucking gross. Could you not? Um, So, yeah, gig stuff.
0: And then as soon as the gig was there, we had approximately a week to move house, basically. And not just move house, but move house to be in no house. Um... (laughs) So <laughs> you moved, yeah. moved house
1: to be in no, no house. house. <laughs> yep, I am you don't currently, want to try that again?
0: currently no no. I have moved house to be in no house. I'm currently jobless and homeless. Awesome, <laughs> um, but you do have somewhere to stay. Is, you yes, did.
1: yeah, yeah making, no, You probably made good. everyone worry there. No, no, <gasps> no, it's all fine. Is the all couch alright?
0: It's an in between thing before we go on an adventure. Was, you might have, people might have picked up from various past things about like you me mentioning potentially having more time to play games. What, with um, you
1: being homeless and, yeah, <laughs> and well, jobless yeah. as well?
0: Yeah, jobless helps with playing games.
1: Well, I can imagine.
0: Um, so, yeah, all of our stuff is now stored in boxes ready to move to France.
1: Oh, it's quite exciting. You, you, why are you going to France? They're always starting wars with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's literally chosen a side. I know. And it's not I'm yours. Very disappointed. Oh, you just so want yeah, to go so there next, and eat eclairs. Next
0: time we record... So, I, I guess I won't be on the podcast for the next couple of episodes, potentially. Because before we go to France, we're going to Australia and New Zealand,
1: mm.
0: which is ludicrous. Do you
1: want to go there for It's Shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: well, fucking shit. I've heard so much good things from you about all the death spiders and oh, ridiculous mate, temperatures. You, ain't,
1: you ever enc- you ever been to Australia before? Yeah, I've been a couple of times. You ever encountered yeah. a cockroach?
0: And I don't remember, so that suggests oh. no.
1: Either that or you've blanked it out because <laughs> yeah. it's been so like traumatic. What about huntsmen? You ever encountered one of those?
0: They're spiders. They're right? fucking
1: huge. Yeah. No. No. Well, I hope you don't encounter them. And like, I'm pretty sure some of the sheep in uh, in Kiwi land are poisonous yeah. or venomous. So yeah, watch out for those. <laughs> if, if
2: you, I mean, if you've ever seen that documentary, Black Sheep. That's a document. Um... It's a good documentary right there. Yeah,
1: yeah. About the dangers of sheep in uh, in Kiwi land. It's bad. It's bad sheep. <laughs> that's 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 the subtitle. Black sheep equals bad sheep because okay. they're cause they're they're bad. Fucking <laughs> <Get up>. hell. <laughs> but yeah. So when you, when you yeah, go when are you around? So
0: away for a month or so and then back for a bit then France. So next few podcast will probably be without me. Oh. Then after that, no. the next one I'll be on it'll be, I'll be not on your couch. Aww. I'll be somewhere in France which I probably means, means feel... I need to get obtain a microphone that's better than the awful microphone I have <laughs> done a couple of these on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah That's fine, we'll deal with that.
1: Yeah, you probably will. So I yeah, don't leave me alone with Matt because we just like we have the same opinion about pretty much everything. So it's going to bore everyone shitless. We're both well, miserable. I post my story
0: about about moving house and going to the post office. Yeah, but
1: the- <laughs> like, it, adds, it adds the much needed
2: tension in the podcast. Dude,
1: that's literally the, the set the, the seasoning. On top of the bland porridge that is Matt and I going. Hey, you see that game that I like? And you're like, yeah, I like that game too. I'm like, also, I hate everything. Yeah, me too. Fuck everything. And then you come in and go, I went to the post office. We're like, and yes. Everyone's like, yes. Brevity. Exactly what I needed. These miserable fucks. They're too much. So yeah, we'll miss you. You bastard. Come back.
0: Well, the, the, the plan is to come back, so don't worry. Well,
1: we'll come back now. Don't go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck your dreams, stay on our couch, <laughs> make work easier for us. <laughs> How could you be so selfish?
0: <laughs> but anyway, long story short, we're going back to the traditional topic of me not having played any games.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh, you were, trying to, you were <laughs> yes. trying to divert by going, Well, I'm homeless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. Um, but to be fair, you did kind of give us all of your video games. You are like, yeah. hey guys, I see that all of these games that I never play. Yeah,
0: because well, packing, drawing, packing up I found, well, my PlayStation 3 which to be fair I hadn't used to play games on for about 3 years. I used it for Netflix and iPlayer and I all those don't things. know
1: what that's like.
2: Um <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think the last time I played a game on our PS3 was actually I was playing Demolition Racer the PS1 game like <laughs> yeah, a PS3 week ago like on. good PS1s. So. Yeah. I, I well, can't actually remember the last time I played a I think the last time I played a PS3 game on the PS3 was when we recorded Skate for the channel. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's a while ago. It's a while That's like ago. That's at the start of this year. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I found all my old, my old PS3 games, so I thought, oh, you guys can have them. Thank you. Probably. Thank you. Do something with them, maybe.
1: Oh, probably. Yeah. Most
0: of them were mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 hey,
1: hey, hey, we don't want to fucking know, okay? Plausible deniability, yeah. ombre. That's what we're at. <laughs> That's what we want.
0: Um, I guess the one thing today I have done Really managed to squeeze in going to see the new, well, not Harry Potter, but the new uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Harry Potter verse film.
1: I didn't know that was a Harry Potter verse. I thought that was like a new Tim Burton movie.
0: Uh, I can I can see what you are in the I was yeah, I didn't even okay. I mean I'm
1: not into Harry Potter shock horror for <laughs> the fact that I'm like I thought it was a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, aside
0: from you. Being obviously wrong on this,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm entitled to my opinion, no matter how no wrong democracy. it may be.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was yeah, it was really good. It's um set yeah in the Harry Potter verse, but like it's set in the twenties. So what in the like when Harry's at school and things, one of the textbooks they have is called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them.
2: Um, it wasn't the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Didn't they actually release an actual they book they made of that a book. And it was literally like a, a kind textbook of... Yeah, textbook. Yeah, a textbook. Yeah, that was at some... I can't remember when, like, you know. So, like, the narrative of
0: the movie is yeah. entirely made up for the movie. It's yeah. got nothing to do with the book itself. Yeah, so the narrative of the film is it's based around the guy who wrote that. So the guy who wrote this, like, care guide for magical creatures went around the world finding them and looking after them and things. So the film is about him
2: looking after some creatures. and So it, obviously... it's based on the book in the same way that the movie Battleship is based on the board game.
1: They handbrake turn of yeah. a boat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't get started in in
0: battleship because it. it's surprisingly brilliant. I will not have <laughs> you speak such heresies no, no, in no. this okay, It's a terrible film, but it's incredibly entertaining. It's At really one point not... they actually play battleship on the sea. They split the sea into a grid yeah. and start randomly bombing grids. But... With a no. real boat, no. it, it, it's fantastically it's entertaining. It's
1: not entertaining. It's stupid Rihanna
0: fun. is not entertaining. No, it's like, no,
1: that's. Like, I don't even. I don't mind Rihanna. It's just she can't fucking act. No. She's like, hello, I am apparently eighteen people, because like she has like eighteen <laughs> different jobs.
0: Oh yeah, no yeah, her job is to be on camera. That yeah, her like legit Navy job is to be on camera.
1: So, Rihanna, what's your Navy job? Getting paid. Well, alright then. <laughs> That's the much. thing, like, maybe she needed a new jacuzzi or something. I don't fucking, whatever. It's a battleship movie, what the fuck do you want? Oh <laughs> but my yes, God. fantastic
0: beasts and where yes. to find them. So, it's set in 20s America, so okay. the guy is British, Eddie Redmayne, who is. Who? Hmm. Eddie Redmayne? He can be annoying. I was just thinking was of in...
1: um, Eddie the Eagle.
0: Ah, no. Which is making this a that whole was a lot good more film. amusing. I haven't seen that. That's really good, actually. It's 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 as nice. To, I mean, you've seen um, Cool Runnings. Yes. Yes, it's a very similar feel to that. I mean, okay. it's similar. So, you know, crap yeah. thing. Does something it have John good. The, the,
2: the story uh, of Eddie the Eagle. I remember explaining that, uh, <laughs> we were that. trying to, you. to explain. Well, it well, to we're trying you. to explain it to you uh, of saying like, okay, it was this guy who went to the Olympics and he was well, the Winter Olympics at like um, the like, the long mm. ski jump. Yeah. And he was shit at it, and that's why Britain loved him. Yes. Britain because Britain is mean, Britain and is weird. Yeah. We, we just love things that uh, we love. Someone who is earnestly trying but is still crap.
1: Is that what you were thinking when you when we were exchanging our vows? <laughs> I caught you off guard, there, didn't
2: I? I can't think of anything funny to follow that up with. So, you, know, you, you can have that one. You won. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks. That can be my uh, my anniversary present. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Eddie Redmayne, um, Redmayne yes. Yeah, oh yes. Sorry, tangent to a tangent. Um, he was in. He was in the Danish Girl, which is a fantastic film.
1: Um,
0: everyone should go watch that. It's really good. Um, and he wasn't annoying in that. And he was in Les Mis, and he was really annoying in that. And he's quite annoying in. I don't know if it's his face or his accent. I don't know. He's just. He's just I don't know if he's it's quite his annoying. Face. But he's not. He's, he's fine in this. He's, he's quite. He's quite good in this. He's playing a bit of a bumbly English dude who's
2: ended up in America, mm. um, and the twenties costumes and cars and things are all cool. I've just thought mm. about that: an English person in America in the nineteen twenties. How is this not a Lovecraft film?
1: <laughs> Maybe it should be.
2: So there's going to be about five of them, apparently. <laughs> oh, really, I mean, uh, films, are, films,
1: films, are, films of franchises. Yeah.
0: So I don't know where it's going to go, but it kind of there's kind of two plots going on. There's like the one plot of you know he's lost magical creatures and he's gone to find them and it's all whatever. It's all quite sort of. Whimsical almost. Similar to the yeah. early Harry Potter films. Was a lot of that, And then as the Harry Potter series gone, it gets darker and darker. And there's becomes a more ongoing threat and ongoing story yeah. throughout the last, I guess, five films. But the last bunch of films are all, it's a similar thing. I mm. imagine it's going to become a similar thing. Yeah.
2: Because I've always found that kind of fascinating about the Harry Potter series. Because um, I mean, I read, um, I think, up to The Order of the Phoenix, um, like while they were new. Yeah, I mean, and like how they progressively got more and more adult and darker as yeah, the books went on. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. for p- kids growing up with them, it that would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah because we
0: were pro- about when the, each one was released, we were a similar sort of age or they kind of age. Yeah, similar yeah. sort of time with us. So it was kind of like, oh, we're growing up there. Growing up, that's quite nice.
2: And so, and the stories became more and more mature as they went on, which was really interesting. But I think that must be really weird, like now, if you're reading them like straight through, because basically without without that time period between the books being mm. released you just go wow the tone from book one to book <laughs> yeah. five is so fucking different
0: and I guess with the movies too although obviously yeah, guy, I only the first, the first few are like adorably crap because the child actors <laughs> actually is actors. a very loose turn <laughs> one you see yeah they didn't go down the stranger route of recruiting child actors they went down the presumably that kid's a, uh, the daughter of my mate I'll cast them <laughs> <That's> <laughs> presumably the how they cast them. the actors. first few films you could tell
1: mm. <laughs> You see, I am so like on the back foot when it comes to like the Harry Potter story because all I know about the story, all I know about the story of Harry Potter, I learned from My Immortal. <laughs> so, does, uh, it's does better than that? I doubt it. Sorry, <laughs> I don't think there's any piece of fiction that is better than My Immortal because that is truly a gem of the modern day. <laughs> I want to see that shit adapted into a movie because fucking hell, I would spend all of my money going to see that. <laughs>
2: I quite liked reading the Harry Potter books when I was reading them. Like, I don't think I'd read them now because um, I'm, I'm miserable and old. You should bring some joy into your life. Yeah, <laughs> joy's overrated. <laughs>
1: he but lives the, with uh, me. There's no yeah, room um, for joy.
2: I do remember it being like quite fun little, little books to read. Like they were very like, especially the early
0: ones, they were very easy to read. Cause I kind of light. understood why he stopped to Order of the Phoenix. That was the hardest one for me. To, I still enjoyed it, but out of that was my least favourite. I mm. think of. The, I mean, some people. Like it, I think. Well, I don't yeah. dislike it. Mm. It's just I think it was for me, it was the, it, I can see why you might have stopped at mm. that one. You
2: know, the only thing that I really, really didn't like about the books, I hated any time it tried to touch upon romance.
0: <laughs> yeah, the films get even weirder with that.
2: Because it was just always so <laughs> yeah. cringy. Yeah. I think yeah. it's because any time someone, I'm pretty sure at some point the wor- words like snog start being nah. used. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, just yeah. no, can well, we not?
1: It could be. How about we replace it with the word pash? No. So a bit of a, yeah, a Nazi classic. I've passion. yeah, passionate. Yeah, okay. passionate kissing. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the song by some woman I can't remember the name of called Pash Me? It was really cringy and horrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can believe that.
1: Yeah, it was fucking awful. Yeah, there's <laughs> Not a as moment. bad as Snog. That sounds like, oh, don't don't touch me gonads, Charlotte. I've got Snog. <laughs> <laughs> now that does sound like a Harry Potter STD, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah.
2: <laughs> That's something you catch from, like, Elicit relations with yeah. a fucking house elf. You <laughs> From get snogging a
1: house elf <laughs> for passion
2: a house elf. Yes, you get, snog. You get a s- snog all over your Dumbledore.
1: Dobby, you bastard! <laughs> You've given me snog rot <laughs> on, on me bollocks.
2: Oh no, there'd be a better word than bollocks. It's got to be. Uh, well, a wizard staff has a knob on the end, so oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it does.
2: That's that's a reference for all the cool kids out there. <laughs>
1: What the fuck? We're talking about Harry Potter. Um, Harry Potter and, like, I don't know, the goblet goblet of... The new film. The hairy goblet of fire.
0: No. Fantastic Beasts.
1: Fantastic Beasts. So does that have any deep Harry Potter lore involved?
0: Uh, It mentions a few bits and bobs. Um, What about them all-flavored beans? There's a few bits that happen in the Harry Potter books where it talks about things that happened in the past. They're kind of mentioned because they're happening. And presumably that's where it's going to go in the future ones. So they're but gonna meet up. There's not enough of it. Like you could go and watch it and have not seen a Harry Potter film, and it, you wouldn't be like, "The shit is this." I should but, fucking hope so. If it's a prequel, well, uh-huh. yeah,
2: well, not a prequel, but it's set yeah. in the same universe yeah, yeah. before.
0: But I think, but you when, but if you know the the books and the films quite well, you'd be
1: like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I see, yeah, cool."
0: Which makes which is quite nice. Yeah, they're done well, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with with five of the things. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, that's well, just modern Hollywood yeah. now, you know. I, I split just, The
1: Hobbit into like fucking. There's three movies. Three right? fucking movies. Mm-hmm. I've still not seen those. I, I, I feel I probably should. they on Netflix only, I think. Yeah. They yeah, One of them the is. Fucking hours long. Yeah, true. Yeah, but at that point, if they didn't have a Lord of the Rings movie or anything that was even tangentially related to the Lord of the Rings, be about fourteen days long. People would be like, yeah, "It's not very long. I'm used to this now. So if it's not long, it's bad." Or, or words to that affect possibly,
2: maybe not in quite such an insulting voice. <laughs> possibly
1: not. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like. I don't give a fuck about Lord of the Rings anyway. Bite me. I don't care. <laughs>
0: you've upset a lot of people I wonder not liking Harry Potter not liking Lord of the Rings I wonder
1: how long I can complain about things that are popular before somebody complains in writing <laughs> like dear Snipe fuck you fuck the lot of you and I'm sick of hearing your bullshit opinions also <laughs> I don't know how they're going to spell that but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> or, I really fucking, want someone
0: to write that letter
2: <laughs> send
1: me send me a really lame obviously not genuinely aggressive piece of mail and I will read it on air because I'm bored. <laughs> we we are, we are doing nothing. We're not playing. Vid- this guy's not playing video games. He's not going to be here like next couple of weeks. So we're going to be like fucking we- dead in the water. <laughs> we desperately need content. Please send anything in. Your shopping list will do. i dramatic reading of so and so's shopping list. It'll be beautiful, and you'll have to listen to these because this will be your homework. <laughs>
2: If you are not caught up with the law by the time you get back, we'll be deep, very disappointed. The deep
1: misanthropod law, because you know you're a part of it. You got to put some effort in, man. Fuck sake, get off your couch once in a while. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we should probably wrap up.
1: I think we should. Yeah,
2: probably. It's, we've probably been recording for like 47 years at this point.
1: Yeah, at least, at least, yeah.
2: So um, we will be played out. Ah yes. Oh, by yeah. the song Gribbles from our new album, Insert Coin.
1: <laughs> by fighting evil is cool. Yeah. By fighting
2: evil is cool, which is us. Which is us. Well, well, most of us. We're half it's of. The band, my dad anyway. calls it fighting evil was cool because um. we're not existing anymore.
1: No. I, thought, I thought that was like some low-key <laughs> shade from your dad, like you were never cool. <laughs> it's his way of saying oh, the
2: first album was better.
1: <laughs> yes, which
2: which nearly was the title, was the title yeah. of the album. <laughs> But yes, enjoy the song, and you can get it on.
1: All the music sites. All, of the, All
2: music the music providing band sites. Ca- Bandcamp is best because then you get
0: an unrestricted, un what's the word? Copyright, uh, uh, no DRM. Yeah, no DRM, and right. you get to choose your format. You have it, yeah. and we get a bigger cut. So, <laughs> help, <laughs> not gonna help lie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anywhere, stream it on Spotify or whatever for free. That's also fine. Yeah.
1: So. Play us out, us.